Hi everyone, this is Kellyanne, host of Beautifully Inspired Badass Life Podcast. I'm the CEO of Beautifully Inspired Life Coaching and an albeit self-proclaimed badass warrior, survival in domestic abuse, and my unflagging optimism to drive through barriers deflecting one's bullshit, including my own. If you know me, you know I love hearing inspirational stories of other badass women and sharing their journeys with you. Tune in each week and you'll get episodes of empowered badassery, whether it's getting out of your comfort zones, starting leadership positions, starting a business, or just some plain sassiness with my girls. Hell, we all need a good belly laugh now and again, right? I created this show so we can share our stories of traumas, truths, unfucking ourselves, our anxiety, depression, and all the wins that come with stepping into our truths. Let's be honest, stepping into our badass selves. We'll cry, we'll laugh, we'll go deep and make you realize you're worthy of living that life you've always dreamed of and not letting anyone or anything stand in your way to becoming your true, unapologetic self. Please tell that negative voice in your head to shut the fuck up. So if you're ready, buckle up buttercup as we dive into some real talk, some potty mouths, and again, that's probably mostly me, and a whole lot of truth. Let's take the leap and dive right into this week's episode. Welcome in. Today we welcome virtual assistant coach Emily Givens. She's an inspiring mom who is inspiring other moms to kick down the corporate ladder and build the business of their dreams and having the courage to leave their nine to five. How's this going to work? So go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and ask you some questions and then we're going to go into your story. So why don't you tell uh, um, me and my listeners what what you're all about, your story, and how you came to be about your business. Yeah, so um, I had my son in August of 2016 and had a really traumatic birth experience in where um, my son and I both almost died, and then we spent a week apart. So um, he had to be rushed to the NICU at Seattle Children's Hospital, and I had to be rushed to a different ICU in um, Everett um, at Providence Hospital. And so we spent the first week of his life apart and I almost died twice um, and he almost died at delivery. So um, that was a really traumatic experience and it really helped me. I don't know if you want me to go into more detail, but um, whatever detail you want to give, that's that's perfectly fine. It's your story. Okay. Um, That was just my um, catalyst to for change, right? So I, I just decided after that, that time and family was really the two most important, important things in my life. And that I wasn't really willing to um, spend my time in my job doing things that didn't fill me up and uh, things that took time away from my family. So I decided to start a side hustle as a freelance virtual assistant, and then soon realized that I I wanted to do it full-time and work from home full-time and gain more time with my family. So um, I left Amazon in July of 2019, and I now run a successful virtual assistant agency. And yeah, it's really, it's been really great. And I'm launching actually my coaching business, She's a Given Academy, in the next few months. I'll be coaching um, corporate women how to leave their corporate jobs and build their own virtual assistant business. That's fantastic. 
Thank you. It's it's been really um, a journey, and I'm just so excited to empower other people now to to create the life that they want to live. Yeah, I, I hear that so often from everybody that I talk to, and it's 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 amazing how one pivotal story in your life just makes you flip a switch and know that you want to do something better. Right. Yeah. It's it's really it was really amazing, and you know the experience rocked my world, but it really uh, helped me get my priorities straight. That's for sure. Yeah, I can imagine. So so just to back up, if you don't mind. So did you know that there was any um, problems in pregnancy? Not at all. So my pregnancy was beautiful, like totally normal. I was miserable just because it was like hot and and I had a big baby. Um, I mean, he wasn't huge for, he was a week early and he was eight, nine. So if we would have went the full full time, he would have been a 10 pounder, I'm sure. Oh Lord, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um but uh so no the pregnancy was really great and then um actually like the beginning of labor was even great and then all of a sudden I just spiked a crazy high fever and um I got chorioamnitis which is like the infection inside of your uterus which usually happens when your water breaks and you don't deliver in time um, it's pretty common, but my water actually never broke. So it's kind of a mystery how that happened, but um, it went undetected uh, for too long and I ended up getting septic. So um, my whole body went into septic shock and my uh, kidneys, liver, and lungs actually failed. So, yeah, so I literally, um, well, so the septic shock caused during the emergency C-section, it caused my uterus to just not contract back down to where it was supposed to be. So I lost half of my blood volume in the C-section. I just wouldn't stop bleeding. Um, so that's the first time I almost died. And then um, I had to have two blood transfusions and then I was taken from the birth center to the ICU in an ambulance. And then EJ, my little one, was intubated at birth. And then he was transferred to Seattle Children's Our children's hospital in an ambulance as well so my husband went with him my mom came with me um but it was crazy but then when we got to the ICU my body I went into um multi-system organ failure so that's when my kidneys and liver and my lungs failed and that's the second time they thought I was really gonna die they Uh, called my husband and all at once wow yeah it was it was awful they called my husband and um told him to come say goodbye to me. Oh, that's so heartbreaking. But look, let me look where you're at now. You have a beautiful baby boy. Yes. And you've, so when you decided to pivot and turn your life um, from your corporate job to this, was it a hard transition? Did you, did your family suffer economically? Did you just know this is what you wanted to do when you had the full support of your family? So no, it took me a while to kind of realize what I wanted. Um, and that's why I started slowly. So I, I took like 10 hours a week as, as a side hustle while I'm still doing my nine to five and slowly built up that way. And so I did not leave my nine to five until I had a full client load, um, where I could replace my nine to five income. And I think that's really was part of the key to my success. And then soon after that, I scaled to agency model and, um, really skyrocketed the business. So, um, I would say that I definitely started slow. Um, I knew nothing about entrepreneurship at all before I started. 
Um, right. I watched Shark Tank a few times. <laughs> um, but, That's about the extent of mine. And when I first started too, I was like, wait, I want to do that. <laughs> right. And then I just had no idea what being a business owner, let alone being an online service-based business provider entailed. And so I, I had to learn a lot. I, I failed a lot and uh, I wasn't afraid to fail, which is probably one of the key um the key points to my success, I would say, like, I would try something and it wouldn't work. So I'd try a different thing and it would work. And um, I think that's really important. Yeah. Resilience. You never, you yeah. never gave up. And that's, that's, that's how people succeed is you just don't give up. So right. what do you think was your biggest struggle? I would say my biggest struggle was actually, I guess, gaining the courage to leave the nine to five, because even though I had built the my replacement income up, um, you lose a lot when you leave your stable W-2 job. You lose um, your benefits, you lose yeah. stability. Um, and luckily, my husband is employed and is able to provide our healthcare benefits. But, you know, they're not as good as Amazon. I worked at Amazon corporate headquarters. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And so, I mean, leaving, leaving what seemed to be the all end all for my career like I was so excited to grow there and um you know end up at Amazon I had I had made my way up this prestigious um career path and I had finally landed a job at Amazon I mean I worked there for over four years when I left so not finally but I, I was really happy there I had friends there um I was well known there um it's it's a hard it's a, yeah. and you just don't know what's going to happen when you become an entrepreneur, right? Like this could fail, but I feel like my mindset was really solid. Like failure is not an option. I'm going to blow this out of the water and, um, make a name for myself. And I, I really, I've done that. And, um, now I can, I mean, it's been, it's literally only been, uh, 11 months since I left my corporate job, but I, I can tell you what, I'll, I'll never go back to being a W-2 employee again. There's that's, no way. That's pretty quick. That's pretty quick. 11 months is, is or 12 months is, is, a, is a quick turnaround to leave your job and have something stable enough to be able to leave that nine to five job. Well, so yeah, it's been 11 months since I left to go full-time. So, and it was about exactly one year from the side hustle to, um, to leaving the nine to five too. So yeah, a year of learning yeah, it's been a year on my own now. Oh, and you have a big, and you have, and you've been building your business up. So you got a pretty good clientele, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's fantastic. So explain to me and my listeners. I know what a virtual assistant is. So explain in your terms what that is. So a virtual assistant is somebody. Um, so we specialize actually in executive support. So C level executives. So we do calendar travel, expense reporting, email management, primarily for um, for small to mid-sized businesses. But virtual assistant is pretty, it's a really broad spectrum of things that they can do. So they can do your email newsletter creation. They can do your social media scheduling and your copywriting. Your, um, they can write blogs for you, um, CRM management. They can send proposals when you have a discovery call with a client. Um, there's just so graphic design, uh, website creation and updates. There are so many things that a VA can do. And what I encourage my clients to do 
is really sit down and take a look of everything that's considered administrative that we do and tally up those hours. I actually have a really great checklist on my website that's 25 things to delegate to a virtual assistant. Nice. And so I have people like go down the checklist and say, how much time are you doing this every week? How much time do you do this every week? And then I have them kind of multiply that by their hourly rate, their hourly rate. And then you multiply it by a VA hourly rate. And that's actually your cost savings because you're freeing up the executive's time to go then generate more revenue. Yeah. And actually do the business. Cause you know, there is a lot as I do everything myself right now. And so there's a lot of stuff on the back end, like the, the unfiltered stuff that you don't see yep. before that post or before that call or whatever. This it's a lot of nitty gritty, dirty stuff. It totally is. And that's, and that's what the virtual assistant definitely does. They do well. And uh, it, like I said, frees up, frees up your time to go do things that actually make your heart thing you know things that you actually want to spend your time on that's that's great now I know we talked yesterday did you say that um kind of off topic did you say daycare is back in business (laughs) (laughs) so um not really so I live in Washington state um Uh and we're pretty locked down here I'm pretty near Seattle like 20 miles north of Seattle um we're pretty locked down still um our son has been home from daycare for the past two months and we just, daycare did just open up to non-essential people. We're not sending them back full-time, but we are sending them back two days a week right now. Um, they're very great. They have been taking great precautions. Like parents aren't even allowed in the building anymore. It's drop-off, uh, hand-wash, temperature check right at the door. Um, you know, they have a really extensive screen. The teachers are all wearing masks. Um, parents wear masks at drop-off. They're, they're doing a great mm-hmm. job. So um, we felt That's comfortable good. sending him back with, I mean, there's only five kids in this class right now. Um, and there's usually, you know, 20. Yeah. So. But I, th- I think it's going to be more of the norm of, of and, I, and I hate to say this, and I said, I said this before too, is like, do we really have to tell people to wash their hands? I mean, it just seems to be a given to be hygienic and clean and, you know, you're touching people and you're touching other people's kids. Right. I mean, it's just a given to me to wash your hands. Right, right. But um, they're really enforcing it with the kids, which is really great too. Yeah. That's amazing. Cause I always, when I was um, raising my kids, my, both my boys are grown. Um, I would be like, okay, take them into the public bathroom, hands up. Don't touch a thing. Right. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. The germaphobe when my kids were little. It's fantastic. So how old, how old is your, your baby again? He is, oh, he's past three and a half now. He'll be four in August, which is hard for me to say, but um, I'm sad that he's growing up, <laughs> but he's, He's wonderful. And then I have um, an 11 year old stepson too that lives with us. Half time. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Two boys. It's a, it's crazy time when you so have crazy. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Did you say something? Oh, no, no, no. I just said that's so crazy. I know they grow up way too fast. So take advantage of it. Give them lots of hugs and kisses, whether they like it or yes. not. That's all. <laughs> Oh, so you, you, so your website, there's, there's two, right? There's Scary Mommy website. Oh no, Scary Mommy is actually just a really popular blog that I was published in. Oh, so you are published in it. You don't write that. No, Scary Mommy is not my website. No, Scary Mommy is very, very well known. They're like millions of viewers every month. And I wrote the article for them. Okay. Okay. Got it. It's a very powerful article. Thank you. (laughs) So this being doing what you do and the way you wanted to go and help why did you want to go help corporate women why why did you use the word corporate 
Because I just see, I did a lot of introspection and reflection on what kind of clients that I wanted to coach. Um, Mm -hmm. And a lot of the virtual assistant coaches and trainers out there um, target just anybody. Like if you, you don't need a specific skill set to become a virtual assistant, you can do this whether you've worked or not. And I tend to actually disagree with that. Um, I think that you can learn for sure. Things can be learned, but um, I think the corporate experience is very valuable and very um, necessary to work with the types of clients that I work with. Um, So like to work with C-level executives, for instance, you're working with Uh a solopreneur who's just starting a business and is okay with hiring someone who's learning, that's fine. But when you're supporting that C-level executive, um, they want seamless calendar management. They want you to know how to do your job without coaching you. Um, That is the kind of woman that I wanted to target because that was me. And, um, you know, I want, I want to help those women who have the skill set already. I don't want to teach the skill set. Um, I mean, that's part of why I targeted corporate women too. I don't want to teach the skill set. I don't want to teach you how to write a professional email, um, but I will, and I want to teach you how to build a business and market yourself and get clients and close sales calls. Like that's, that's the work that I want to do. So it was really a combination of who I wanted to help and what I wanted to do personally. Yeah. And you kind of carved your niche because if that's, like you said, any, anybody could do this and do that. But if you carve your niche, like you, you cater to the corporate women, then that's what you're going to get. Right. And you don't get, you filter out all the other. Exactly. Stuff. Yes. I saw virtual assistants online, but it was very, they're all over the place. And so it was very hard for around that area years ago when I was looking that I just couldn't figure out what they were doing, what they wanted. So I'm hoping it's gotten better. I haven't looked yet because I have a, I had to have a different full-time job, but it was very hard to navigate online. It, it really is. Um, like I said, anybody can seemingly call themselves a virtual assistant. And so that in itself can make it really hard to really get what you're looking for. And a lot of people, there's a lot of the, um, virtual assistants offshore who, um, which is not a bad thing whatsoever. Like I have nothing against that, but there is a different level of um, understanding like in current events that are happening here and um, different understanding of how business runs here. Um, So I think that's really um, beneficial for people to think about when they're um, hiring a VA. Is that important to you? Because if not, then that's a great solution for you. It's a effective solution for you. But if you're really looking for somebody who can really understand your business and is up to date in current events and um knows the picture that's a good yeah point. that's a good point because there's two different you know styles and two different like like you said they their business world is different exactly i mean i don't know how it works there either i'd be a terrible va and you know one of those <laughs> philippines um is a common one where i see a lot of vas um but yeah i would i would, I would have no idea what's going on in business there so oh be lost. So let let me ask you this. So your statement to me was you want to kick down the corporate ladder um, for women to climb the corporate ladder. So what strategies do you tell them or give them to use? So um, I I say kick down the corporate ladder to create your own uh, business and build your own business of your dreams. So um, what strategies? I have actually just written an ebook and well, 
I wrote an article on Business Insider this year, and it was uh, seven tips that I took to uh, before I left my corporate job. So seven tips that I took in starting my business that was really really helpful. And then I actually turned that into an ebook. Um, oh, yeah, cool. and that's actually available on my website too. Um, and that's been really helpful. It's just like practical tips, like get your client facing collateral. Um, ready to go before you talk about your business and launch really loudly like tell everyone about your business be excited about it um be solid in your mindset um so these are i mean general tips that i tell my clients um my coaching clients but then we when when i work with clients one-on-one we go really deep into strategy starting at foundation like what kind of what kind of entity do you need to do here's what you need to file you file with your secretary of state you need to get your ein like i walk them through the process um and then well, determining who their ideal client is. What are their pain points? What are their pleasure points? Um, where are they hanging out online? Setting up a social media yeah. account. Um, if your clients are on Instagram, you need to set up an Instagram. Here's how you write your bio. Be sure to include your call to action. So I'm very deep. We go through a specific process that's really detailed. And then we go into like sales and lead generation. And I have them do uh, demo sales calls with me. So um, they're actually getting practice experience and what the flow looks like. They're not just like thrown into it. Um, yeah. So it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of one-on-one process, um, that's tailored to where they're at in their business journey, right? If they already have their LLC established, then I'm not going to start there. Obviously. Um, I'm just going to come to them where they're at with coaching. What, what issues are you facing? How can I help you unblock? Um, how can we move you forward? What questions do you have for me? I, yeah, that's amazing. I love the fact that you said launch it loudly because um, it, it's the same thing with life coaching, which is where I'm at for um, for women um, coming out of trauma to go into, like from abusive relationships into a healthy relationship. So it's almost the same way. It's like you have to have the three pillars, which is like what your service is, what you know, what I'm going to give you and what the heaven is after. So you have to have a clear definition of what you're, what you're giving, what you're going to get out of it and what, you know, the end result is. So it's almost the same concept. Correct. I just, uh, you cut out for a little bit there. Oh, I'm sorry. I can hear you perfectly. I don't know what. I was just saying it's almost the same as life coaching where you have your, your niche, but uh, you have to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Right, exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I, I like my business coach calls it creating your framework. So what does your framework look like? What is your um, exactly like what, what transformation do they get by working with you and what, what can they expect to achieve? Yeah, it's like the heaven mm-hmm. after. Yeah. I like it. So how long have you been doing this again? Coaching? Oh, I'm new to yes. coaching. So I've had um, about three clients, one-on-one that I've worked with that have had amazing results. Um, right. But I actually nice. haven't officially launched yet. Um, I'm going to do a big launch in July. Um, and right now, anybody that inquires, I obviously will work with them. But um, I'll do a big push for one-on-one coaching in July and launch my new She's a Given Academy website, which will be really exciting. I'm also going to work on a self-guided course. Um, as a, as somebody who, for people who don't necessarily need the high touch of one-on-one coaching. Okay. And what does that entail? A self-guided? Um, it'll be about 12 modules and it'll walk through a lot of the, um, 
a lot of the same information that I do with one-on-one coaching, just at a lower uh, level. So people who really want to want to walk themselves through the process. Okay. Is there at the end of that, do they, um, is there something that they reach back to you on or it's just basically informational and here's the steps you need to do achieve? Exactly. Informational. It's a lot of lecture um, followed by uh, assignments that are ungraded since it's not, it's um, a passive course, but a lot of reflection and assignments for them to actually progress and build the business. Yeah, I like it. So coaching, coaching corporate women, and she's a given academy, right? That's your new one-on-one coaching site yes. in July. Do you have a website? It will be, um, she's a given academy.com. Oh, perfect. So you're still working on that. What else you got? Um, that's, that's kind of the big things right now. I'm still that's building the agency, obviously the agency, we gain clients every week. Um, and so I'm hiring assistants every week and matching, matching them up every week, which is going really well. So you're like the, the go-between, like a virtual assistant will apply for something in you to you, and then you'll find them the work? Yeah. So I have subcontractors that work for, so she's a given specific subcontractors that I hire. So um, everybody that I hire has experience working in the corporate field and experience working remotely. Um, they're college educated and they, um, they're they US-based. Okay. I don't know. I the first person I've talked to that has a virtual assistant business and I've, I'm fascinated. Thank you. <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> so the reason that I actually scaled to agency model was because theoretically you can only work 40 hours a week, right? And that is your hourly rate right. is your literal cap. That's all the money you can make in a week. And I just was not satisfied with that. Um, it wasn't, I didn't leave my nine to five job to make the same amount of money that I did while I was there. So I had to find a way to scale. And that for me was um, going to agency model. Yeah, that's fantastic. So everybody, your, your husband supported you, your whole family. Oh, um, my husband is super supportive. So my husband actually wanted me, um, his deal was that, okay, replace, replace your full-time income before you leave. Um, right. And I'm like, Makes okay, sense. I'm going to do this. I'll show you. And so I kind of, I kind of had to prove it to myself, prove it to him. And he's then after I, you know, prove that I could, he's like, I'm behind you hundred percent. Now he's actually, um, my director of VP of sales and business development. So oh, that's yeah, he, helps, well, he, he still has his full-time job too. He's in sales, but he has a 20 year career in sales. And so I'm like, you're going to help me. And so he's, he's great at that, um, lead generation and sales calls and, um, lots of business development, like helping me in my processes. He's worked with a lot of small businesses. He actually offers small business um, like development and consulting through She's a Given, which is pretty great. He's yeah. a family business. Isn't it great? I mean, how do you feel? What was, How did you feel when you finally told your full-time job, I'm out of here? I mean, was it just like this heavens opened up? You like, I'm done no, I wasn't. The thing is, I I wasn't one of those people that hated my job. I loved my job and I loved the people yeah. that I worked with. And so um, I was just scared what they would think, what they would say. And the VP of my org was like, Emily, this is amazing. You're going to do great. Like, but if you ever need a place to come back to, you'll always have a place here. And so that was just like the most supportive message I could have ever gotten. It was, yeah, it was yeah. just great. Um, and then my parents were like, my parents have always been really go with the flow. They're like, 
okay, like, good for you. That's <laughs> awesome. Like, all right. Um, and so yeah. I, I think my, a couple of my sisters were like, oh, that's weird. I have three sisters. Um, they're like, why would you leave a job? Oh, and you know, a lot of my audience, like my friends and family were like, why would you leave your job at Amazon? But then once they saw what I was doing, they were, they were excited for me. Well, that's good because it resonated with you. This is something that you wanted to do. And even though, like you said, you loved working there, there was just something else that guided you in this Yeah, direction. essentially, I was just honestly overworking. Um, I was really over commuting for an hour and 15, hour and a half each way. Yeah, oh, and gosh, I get yeah. home, and it's really not far. Like I said, it's 20 miles, but in the morning, it's just awful. And uh, I, I would get home, and I'd only be able to spend, um, like, an hour, hour and a half with my little one before he went to bed. And it just, I didn't love it. Um, I didn't love the commuting part. I was yeah. missing out on time and um, with, with EJ and my family. And I just, it's funny because as this has all progressed, my husband now works from home full time when he's not traveling because he's in sales. Oh. He's a territory sales manager. And so when he travels, he's gone. But when he's not traveling, he's home. And it's great. So we share an office uh-huh. and we just spend so much time together. Um, it's, it's a beauty and it's uh, a of the beast sometimes, but um, <laughs> it's, uh, so it's not, not COVID related. This is actually your relationship. This is actually, yeah, it, but it's funny because um, COVID has actually brought, I think it's brought us closer together because he's not, he's not traveling. And so we are spending time together and it's been really, really great. So Awesome. Yeah. I hear that. A it's lot. either it's feast or famine. You know, you're either like getting divorced or you're super happy. In your <laughs> oh, so this is, this is what I was telling my girlfriends last night when we got together six feet social distancing was there's either going to be a lot of divorces this year or a lot of yeah. babies in December. That's, That's all. I so true. <laughs> it's just, it's putting people through a true test is what it is. Yes. And I mean, I have to remind myself to constantly EJ's home through di- I mean, most of the time now. And so frustrating as it is to try to get work done, like I have to just keep reminding myself, he's not going to be a little forever. Um, he's, yeah. he's growing up before my eyes and this time together is so important and he's loving it. He loves it. <laughs> he. Yeah, I wish, I wish I could have stayed home with my kids when they were little. I mean, I did for a little bit, but um, actually, you know what? I, I stayed home with them until they were about five when they started going to school and then it was like, you know, I need a little bit of a more social life you know, because my husband was always working. So, um, but yeah, it was really nice to stay home those first five years, but I wish I yeah. could have done it it's, more. And I, I, I never wanted to be a stay at home mom and I still don't, but it's really, um, I just value the extra time that we get together. Like I, you know, I yeah. never work a minute past five or sometimes most days I, I leave at four, you know, stop working at four and, leave my laptop in the office and don't, I mean, I'll log on after the kids go to bed, just to make sure we send their tied up or whatever. But um, it's really nice right. to be able to take him to the dentist on Monday at 11. Like I'm literally taking him to the dentist Monday at 11. And um, oh, I don't too. have to like check in with anybody. Um, you know, don't have to clock out. It's really, it's just really great. <laughs> I love what I do. There's, pluses. There's a lot of minuses, but you know, I think the pluses and, 
how you feel and being home for him. And I'm sure it just, it's so much oh, better. Totally, for him. totally. And, um, I would say the only, the only thing that really gets me is I get lonely. I'm such a social person and I had so many friends at work and we go have lunch together every day. And, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. it'd be the same if I were employed right now, but, um, I, I do miss having coworkers and, uh, culture and I'm trying to build culture in my assistance and my, in my business, but it's just different. It is different, especially it's, and we try to do that too. It's like, we try to, um, every week we, we schedule like a zoom happy hour or call with the friends and we just kind of chat and it's not the same as being in person but at least you still have that social interaction with the people it's been working out but then we're like oh virtual hug because we just miss hugging each other you know so it's like (laughs) it'll get yes it will get better um it's it's getting better so yeah so you yes i live 20 minutes outside of seattle What's the Today is there? beautiful. The birds are chirping. It's sunny, but like two days ago, it was pouring rain. So um, <laughs> yeah, it does rain a lot here. It really does. <laughs> but um, I grew up here, so it's nothing new to me. Yeah, I um, went back to now looking at your story a little bit, and um, I just yeah, I I'm so happy and thankful that you and your baby are really healthy. Ha- happy and healthy and you made it through um so do you think that and I might have asked you this and I maybe I've asked it in different in a different way was after you went through this was it a catalyst for you oh absolutely um I mean it wasn't immediate but it helped me really like reflecting on it I already lost yeah sorry maybe appreciate you know life a little bit more I Oh my gosh. Like two weeks after I would like, it's funny because I, it really opened my eyes. It changed me as a person. Like I hear birds chirping now and I never heard them before. I just never paid attention. And I like, I like step out into the sunshine and I feel it on my body and like, it feels beautiful and warm and I never paid attention to it before. You know, it's like little things like that. Um, it just kind of made you slow down and smell oh, the roses yeah, that way. Things smell like, differently. You know. Like, uh, I just, uh, my senses yeah. are heightened because I'm so grateful to be alive. Like, I, I almost wasn't, you know, and it's, uh, yeah. it's totally changed my outlook on life. I, I only do things that really in, like, light me up. Like, and that's really what it was. Like, if something's going to take my time to me, it's like a hell, it's like a hell yes, or it's a hell no my first business coach right. told me that and I'm like that's actually really great um so I had to feel really aligned with it um in order to do it and yeah it's it's been a, a really and it, the thing about it, it it's an experience for me the near-death experience that keeps evolving right it like I continue yeah. to be grateful and there are things around me that I continue to see in a different light and, uh, and more appreciative of, and, um, it's just an experience that definitely changed me forever. Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's funny how the way I look at it is, and it's happened with so many other people, mostly women, men too, but it's like, when you go through something, like I've been through trauma and abuse and 
as crappy as the situation was and what happened and what happened with you, um, it made you who you are today. And this is your story. And you are communicating your story by helping other women, whether it's not directly related to your story, but it kind of threw you into that direction. Like mine threw me into my direction and it's our story. And it happened as crappy as it was. That's just the way it is. And it kind of pushed us in the direction we're at now. And uh, I mean, I was not, this trauma was not the first trauma in my life. Like you said, I have endured like physical abuse in my life. Um, I grew up with a uh, physically abusive birth mother and I was in foster care and was adopted. And so, I mean, my entire life, I've had to be resilient. (laughs) Yeah, It just made you who you are today. Honestly, makes me a good entrepreneur too, because you get knocked down as an entrepreneur, but you get right back up. Right back up. And you, and a lot of people don't get right back up. So this is a testament to those people who are listening, all those um, listeners who think they can't do it. It's like, you, it's like riding a bike. You fall down, you get back up and you try again. It may not happen the first two times. You might get a thousand no's, but that one right. yes will It'll just be, be like, make right. And if you powerful. don't ask, or if you don't try, you'll never know if you succeeded. Yeah. It's getting out of that comfort right. zone. It's That's totally the hard, hard. <laughs> we all have that. We all have that comfort. Someone's like, oh, you know, I don't know. But you've always been resilient because you said you've been through all this stuff, foster care and trauma. So you've you've dealt with that all your life. So it really wasn't that big of outside your comfort zone, right? I mean, it was, it was different. I mean, I worked my entire life to create stability um, because I didn't have a lot of stability. Um, growing up. And so stability was something that made me feel really comfortable. So since actually, yeah, it was exceptionally hard for me to um, let go of the stability. Um, totally hard. I'm sorry if my dog barks right now. I oh, okay, mine, mine it's, it's the joys of working. I was talking to a girl in Bali and she had rescued two puppies and they were just whining and, and barking the whole time. It was just the cutest. Do you have a little dog? I'll I have you. a little min pin. Yeah. Yeah. He's just sitting here staring at me. So every once in a while he'll shake and his collars make all kinds of noise. I'm just like, yep, I work in oh, home. Yeah. So you get I think what you get. Very, um, very uh, okay with it now. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So it's just been really weird um, working from home and, and you get a little bit overwhelmed. Like I do have to be honest, like yesterday I was so overwhelmed with my nine to five job. And then I knew I had to do some studying after, and I had to do some coaching after. And it was just like, everything was just, I think my work was trying to pack five days worth of work in three days. Cause tomorrow's our day off and Monday was a holiday. So it's like, excuse me, going crazy. I'm sorry. That's stressful. No, I mean, it, it just happens and you have to deal with it. And it's like, sometimes you just want to give up and like, I'm not doing anything today, but it's that power throughing and pushing through. Cause if you want that life, like, you know, your, your new Academy coming up, your one-on-one coaching, you have to do the work. It's not going to just be handed to you. Exactly. You actually have to do it's, the work. And it's hard to carve time out, but, um, you know, it, 
for me, this is like the next level. And that's the thing that actually excites me. I mean, the agency excites me too, don't get me wrong, but the fact that I'm able to, to help other women transform their lives. That's the same in your life coaching as well. Like we're actually helping people. Um, and it, yeah, it, yeah, it's really amazing. And it, it, it just makes it worth it. When you have that client that says, you know, you changed my life. It's just like, oh, this is exactly what exactly. I want to do, you know? Wow. I love it. So coaching corporate women, I've, I, I like it. And um, how many do you think virtual assistants have you placed so far? Uh, what do you mean placed? I mean, do they come to you and you place them in? in, in no, no. Jobs? So the client comes to me. Um, and they work with somebody okay. on my team. Okay. Okay. So yeah. you have a team of virtual assistants. Got it. I thought virtual assistants applied and you. Okay. No, it's okay. My so bad. I'm not a recruiter. I'm not, uh, I'm not, or a staffing agency. No, um, they, they are representatives of She's a Given. Okay. So you, your whole new business. I love this. Yeah. So you are doing. Your academy. so you your self guided course is coming after yes. your one on one website. Okay, and do you know no, what the time frame of all before that? Before September. Yeah. Nice. Plenty of time. It's all good. You've got you've got it um built up pretty fast. Thank you. I yeah. Oh, we um, I just we just hit six figures last month. So yeah, we were able to yeah, like I said, scale really quickly, and it's been really really great. Yeah. For all those listeners who just want to quit because it's not working right away, listen to Emily. She just hit six figures and you've only yep, been in so business I hit for a six while. figures in nine months and 10 or nine months and three weeks. Yeah, it was great. It was a great milestone. Yes, absolutely. You should totally enjoy that milestone. Yeah, fantastic. See? You can do it. Women can do it. We, <laughs> we can do it. Can. We can rule the world. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So let me, let's do this. So what, let me just ask you, what are your plans oh, for the gosh. week? Um, everything's pretty cool. Yeah, so, no, we're um, we are what's this weekend? painting our deck. Um, my husband had a quarantine project of building the deck, which has been great. Um, and just spending time with a little one. I think maybe we will go to, there's like a little, we go on a lot of family walks in the neighborhood. So we just discovered this cute little oh. stream by our house. Um, oh. like a mile away. So probably going to go there and throw rocks, throw rocks in the stream. Three year olds. Why not? Right? You yeah, have two they're boys. They're easy to that's entertain. So. <laughs> oh my God. That's for sure. Um, it's funny because I'm really close with my boys and they tell me because they're 25 and 22 and even now they tell me, mom, we can't tell you anything about our childhood until we reach 30. So there's still things That's... you don't know. I'm like, oh God. Yeah, really, it makes me happy to hear that you're, <laughs> both, you're really close with your boys still though, because um, as a boy mom, I, I'm sure you understand. Like, I just, I worry that he is going to grow up and not need me and not love me anymore. Oh gosh. I, I love my relationship sometimes where it's like, I don't really need to know that information, but thank you for sharing. That's awesome. I hope I have that kind of relationship with my boys. You will just be honest and open with your kids and, um, and it'll get there. It's just, even today, I just miss them so much. I just want to go get, 
on a road trip and go visit and one lives in Wisconsin <coughs> and um I just called him the other day and I'm like I really want to come see you but right. we can't fly so but yeah no, you never uh, okay that's the other thing my sons are never moving away from me. I'm buying the houses to the left and the right of me. And so now <laughs> and they never leave me. You know, I'm sure they I, yeah, that. I literally lose sleep about this. Like I can't imagine ever being without him. Yeah. I know it's, it's, it's that. And it's true when they say, I know we're getting off topic, but I know it's true when they say oh, yeah. empty nest because I, I have not been married to their dad since 2012, so it's just been us. But we did have a really good relationship where we would spend Christmas and holidays and birthdays together. No one ever understood that, right. but we did it for the kids. And um, when they left, I was like, oh, my God, what am I going right. to do with my life? Yeah. You know what I mean? I was working, and that was my kids, and it's like they were gone. And yeah. it's like, uh, yeah. now what? They don't need me anymore. Yeah, I'm it's, I know, I'm so sorry, but we do have a good relationship. Oh, we talk good. pretty that's much every good. day, so it's, it's all. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure their wives will appreciate it. They're going to love me. We're going to go shopping. <laughs> We're going to be best friends. Don't worry. Perfect. I'm, I'm best friends with my good. son's girlfriend. Good. <laughs> so it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Emily, thank you so much for joining thank me today. Thank you so much for having me on. I, I'm very, um, excited to be connected to you and can't wait to um here yeah did i did i ask to be your friend on facebook so i can tag i don't you? think sure so but you are welcome to. oh perfect so when i post this episode it'll be a few days because i have some people in front of you that i want to post first and give them a little exposure time and then i will tag you that when it's sounds up. great that? and um are you on instagram and everything because i can um I'll definitely tag you. Great. Yeah, I am. So I'm on Instagram. And then I want to, um, in the show notes, I will talk to you about your one-on-one coaching launch in July. She's a given Academy and we'll look out for that launch and we'll keep in touch about that. And we'll just post, post it, tag me. And I'll Okay. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Perfect. Thanks Emily. You have a beautiful day. Hell yes, y'all. That is our show for today. And I do need to apologize to everyone out there listening for the glitchy connection we had toward the end talking to Emily. Not quite sure what that's about, but I promise you I will get to the bottom of it and fix it so you can enjoy these amazing women's stories as much as I have and continue to hear them. Thanks again to my very special guest today, Emily Givens, for letting us know there is no in-between in starting your own business. It's either a hell yes or a hell no, right? Absolutely love that. Stay tuned to our next show as we speak to Jilly Marie. Oh my God, y'all. I do have to say, I took so many notes talking to Jilly and I was blown away by what she had to say. And if you don't know what an Akashic practitioner is, please listen into the next episode. And if you have anxiety and want to heal from emotional wounds, she's going to tell us how there too. Please like, follow, and share the show for automatic updates. And until next time, my strong, beautiful women, remember... Follow your dreams.